Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. We are back in the Talk of the Town studios here at KTOE. I'm Lisa Kay. Time for our chat with Vine. Jen is back in from Vine. Uh, we had such a good time last month when you were here mm-hmm. that Paige said, go on back. Yeah. Which is I, good. I mean, that's good, right? It is. It's, it's really hard to say no to you, Lisa. So I mean. Well, I'm glad you're here. And, and, you know, last time you were here, we ha- we always have good information to mm-hmm. pass on. And I know that you have been working on some different classes and some events that are coming up for Vines or so so people can get involved and informed. Yeah. Um, but really, I was thinking about you the other day when my girlfriend said, we need to get outside. We need to get some exercise. We We need, we need. And we had all that snow. Yes. And I thought, oh, the Vine walking track would be a perfect place to go right now. That's and, right. And uh, she's like, well, we ended up at a mall walking around in circles, right? I uh, said, if I'm going to I'm gonna be at the mall, I'm going to buy something. Right. You don't have to worry about that when you check out the walking track at Vine. I need to get uh, multiple memberships over there because we'd have uh, beautiful weather and a beautiful view, too, up there. That's right. Yeah, honestly... The view is probably one of my favorite places in town for the buildings just because where we're situated halfway up that hill, yeah. kind of in between. Uh, what I'm describing to everyone, it's always between the old historic courthouse and the government center. And so you get that nice panoramic of the river valley. Mm-hmm. It's just every floor has a really beautiful view. Yeah, oh, it's it is gorgeous up there. Perfect, perfect. And then do you like take a lunch and go walking up there or do you just... I suppose right around this time of year, you're really busy. We are really busy, but I do still try when I have my lunch um, or if I'm in the middle of like reading like a grant or something, I'll yeah. take it and go walk for a little bit. Yeah. Clear the head. Clear the head pretty right. much. Even take it with me sometimes. It's kind of like, okay, I can whew, like refocus my energy and it's just that exercise it's helps with those endorphins so much and right. just helps you focus now around this time of year i know people have talked a little bit about seasonal affective disorder and things like that as well so it is important to get some get some movement in there and yeah and see the sun it is <laughs> yes and it is definitely a thing that we are exposed to in minnesota is that the sad right so it makes a huge difference yeah um, and if you're a gardener my gardener friends call it seed acquisition disorder oh that's, that's the, a good one it's a time to buy the seeds right now <laughs> do you notice in the aging population is there more of a seasonal effective um or is it uh, is it is, is it I mean, we see it some um we still have quite a few me- of our members that actually go south so snowbirds okay so they'll help with that aspect or even people will take like two to four weeks and go somewhere, even mm-hmm. if it's just a couple, it helps with that. Um, even change the mood, lighten the atmosphere. I've seen those lights that you can buy. The lights, yeah. Those are probably a thing, right? They um, are definitely. And if you have questions on that, um, your physician is always a really good person to chat with right. about because they definitely can um, help with even the lights to whatever sometimes prescriptions can right right but getting the body moving is is huge for stress relief and all of that it is i mean movement of any kind and it doesn't matter if it's two minutes at a time or 30 minutes i mean the recommendations now don't say you have to do a huge bit at once Mm -hmm. even a little bit here and there adds up over time. I was reading something that said, and since you're in physical fitness, you would maybe have an idea of this, but that you can get uh, a workout even when you're sitting down in your chair. If you sit down slowly, have you read this this study? I haven't read the study, but if you take your time and really focus on slowly moving. It's like a squat. 
it's like a squat and it really makes those muscles think about what you're doing and is the intention piece mm-hmm. it's that slow controlled movement yeah i haven't read the study yet like i said lisa but it's, it's kind of cool it makes sense to me i mean because yeah. anything you do you always want to do it with intention and movement of any kind is always better than just being sedentary. Right. Um, today, we're going to talk about a couple of different things that you've been working on um, for Parkinson's and for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, should we start with the Parkinson's? Because that starts on the 23rd. So that's coming sure. up. Yeah, that's um, actually next week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Next week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we are ready to go. Next with Monday. One. Yeah. So yeah. what is going on and, and what do we need to know about the, the Parkinson's? Is it a workshop? Is it just informational? So actually, we've... Uh, in collaboration with uh, Mayo Physical Therapy, they approached us t- because of not seeing um, people continue with exercising when they've been diagnosed with Parkinson's as greatly as you should. Okay. So we in tandem developed a program. It's based off of some physical therapy movements and just keeping the people moving in activities that they enjoy, but in a setting that is still safe for someone. Mm-hmm. So whether somebody is just newly diagnosed with Parkinson's or if they've had that diagnosis for a while, mm-hmm. they are welcome to join us. They don't have to have gone through physical therapy either Okay. to become involved in the program. I don't need a physician referral or anything like that. Um, if their spouse wants to even come with them or a caregiver, just so they can maybe make sure that it's something they really enjoy, mm-hmm. they can definitely come along for the first couple of times and see what it's about. What does Parkinson's do to the body and how does the physical fitness part of it help? Yeah. Well, that's a really good question, Lisa. So Parkinson's is actually classified under the umbrella of dementia. So not everybody realizes that. No, I didn't realize that. It is kind of a really small section of it and it does, it's a neurological condition. And that's kind of why it's classified under that dementia umbrella. Okay. Yeah. Um, so most people that have Parkinson's, there's a huge range of symptoms and um, what they present with. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody that's maybe newly diagnosed, and it usually takes quite a while to be diagnosed with Parkinson's. It's not like something that you just flip a switch and you have it. Okay. And most people that are diagnosed are older. Mm-hmm. and they are usually male as well, too. Okay. That's what they're finding. Um, not that other people can't be, but that's usually the higher change of population that is. And with Parkinson's, you... Is, is that what um, Michael J. Fox has? Is, is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's okay. a really good way to think about it. And so when you saw his early stages, mm-hmm. there wasn't too much, right? He could still act and move and do things. And now as he's progressed, you've seen some of the other effects of right. having Parkinson's. So a lot of people think of like the, the tremors mm-hmm. or the shaking um, or where it's more challenging for them to walk or move or speak. Mm-hmm. And those are a lot of things as somebody progresses in their Parkinson's diagnosis because unfortunately, you, we can't reverse Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. They haven't found a, I don't want to say cure, but, right, right. That, but with exercise and medication, it slows progress of it okay so we want to keep moving and then when we when we um, see somebody like you that works in the world of the physical fitness Mm -hmm. um did you have to learn 
anything special about Parkinson's? Because I'm sure that there's going to be a, a range of people coming to you, right? From <laughs> maybe very early diagnosis where you might not even be able to tell to somebody that might have more progressed uh, in their symptoms. Yeah. So actually, um, I've worked with individuals in the past that have the Parkinson's diagnosis. But then also when I went and um, completed my master's in exercise physiology not too long ago, we spent some time on Parkinson's as well. Mm -hmm. Just the signs, symptoms, how progress and treatment out there. And then um, myself and the physical therapist, we spent a lot of time doing research on what works, what doesn't work. And then I actually had um, a couple interns help me develop with this too. And we I want to say we went down the research rabbit hole, but yeah. you kind of do though. I mean, finding best practices out sure. there. And there's some really good other programs out there as well. But we wanted this one to be encompassing. And the neat or different thing about our program is it just, it starts on the 23rd. Mm -hmm. And we're having classes Mondays and Thursdays from 1 to 1.45. And it's not a series or a sequence or events. It's just we're starting this day and then we're going to continue it for as long as people we, are showing up as long as people it. are yeah. showing up so that way somebody doesn't feel like they have to wait to mm -hmm. get into the program they can start right away that they hear about it or a friend told them or whoever it's or so it's not a progression of things it is just a class you can you know hop into it if you need to exactly lisa oh. yeah it's so that's what makes it kind of difference we try to steer away from that progression style because otherwise, most programs are anywhere between six and eight weeks long. Right. And we really wanted them to be able to come in. Right. At any stage. Because any, people are being mm -hmm. diagnosed every day, right? Or people will hear about this every day. Yes, exactly. And we we didn't want that to be a barrier. Right. Just, okay, hey, here it is. Come and join us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that the first class will have some kind of an introduction-y type thing. Mm -hmm. But then you'll have new people pop in and, and those people can feel free to ask questions. Oh, and always. Move at their, at their own kind of pace. Is that it? How do yep. you do that as a, as a fitness leader? So actually, um, on Mondays and Thursdays, there's three of us each day okay. that are instructing, leading, teaching too to make sure that everybody's in safe find what works for them, the best that is possible, and find their comfort level. Right, because it has to be so individualized. It is, yes. And that's the unique thing that we are able to do at Vine is because of the training that we go through and the relationships that we have with other medical providers, we're able to really hone in and tailor what works for that individual and that person to meet them where they're at and then how we can motivate them to keep mo go moving forward and going at their pace. Right. And keep coming back, especially if you're finding that that physical activity can help slow the progression. Yes. We want to keep people moving. It is. It's all about that movement piece. So can you tell me, um, we know that it starts on January 23rd and mm -hmm. it's Mondays and Thursdays from 1 to one forty-five at Vine. It's going to be held at Vine. Yes. We need to be a member. Do we need, need not to be a member? How does that work? We're doing both. Okay. So if somebody's a Vine member, it's actually part of your membership package okay which is amazing benefit if somebody's not a member it's ten dollars a time okay um and honestly with most people they'll probably find that after a couple visits if they want to join they'll probably join they'll probably yeah. end up joining <laughs> honestly most individuals usually have a fitness benefit to their insurance somewhere or another sure. and then it's 
almost covers that then too. Nice. So, yeah. Perfect. So how do we get uh, people registered for this? If you're listening and this would affect you or you have a loved one or a f- friend or family member? You can either call Vine. Um, our number is 387-1666. Um, or you can always email me directly or call me or uh, reaching out to Vine specifically and then we you can always get passed over to me then as well. So we have lots of information on our website as well at vinevolunteers.org or give us a call. Sometimes that call is a little bit easier to ask some of the questions that you might have. Right. And then I know that something else that you were working on had something to do with diabetes. This isn't coming up until February, but um, I I can't think of one person that I know that doesn't have somebody that has diabetes or has Mm -hmm. issues with diabetes. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So um, kind of a scary statistic that... In the United States, one in 10 adults is diabetic. Hmm. So one in 10. One in 10. So you know someone. We know someone. And then, so that's just diabetic, like type two. Mm -hmm. We're not going to even have type one in the conversation right now because that's a different, a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Yep. So now really, Lisa, then this one's even crazier. One in three adults, though, are pre-diabetic. So pre-diabetic and diabetic, the Mm -hmm. difference being? So that's a... Good question that I get asked all the time. <laughs> yeah. So usually the difference is uh, when you go to your physician or primary care provider, anybody, they will usually do blood tests mm-hmm. and it, like your sugar levels. Right. So they might tell you like your glucose number is this, or some people in the diabetic world know an A1C number. Okay. I don't. Some people have heard of that. Some yep. people haven't. Okay. So your A1C number is a value over three months what your blood sugar is. It's kind of the gold standard number of what you should be looking at. Okay. And so if somebody's in pre-diabetic level, they have a certain range. If somebody's in the diabetic, they have a higher range. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what else to say, but they say the normal. Right. The non-higher sugar elevated range. Quote, unquote, normal. Quote, unquote, normal. I mean... I mean, really, what is normal? Right, right. <laughs> um, but there's those three stages. And somebody that's pre-diabetic, their blood sugar for A1C is 5.7 to 6.5. Okay. And then anything from 6.5 and higher is diabetic. All right. Yeah. And so we need to control that. Now, um, and that that sometimes can be controlled with medications, sometimes can be controlled with diet and exercise. Is that correct? Yep. Sometimes. Yep. So you have medications, diet and exercise, lifestyle change. And uh, sometimes also what affects it is maybe other medications. Oh, okay. And hereditary. Right. So unfortunately. So I know my mom, my mom has um, a diabetes that she controls with diet. Mm-hmm. But I ha- that means I have to watch out for that now. Exactly. Right? Same thing with me too, Lisa. Um, my... Mother is diabetic. She controls it, um, but I have a higher chance of becoming diabetic because, because of, of that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Thanks, Mom. Right? <laughs> it, it is. I mean, you got to love those uh, but, genes. <laughs> yeah. There's there's things that we can do, though. I mean, and, and we just have to keep those things top of mind. So. It really is. So, again, a healthy lifestyle, which would be physical activity, um, having healthy habits with eating regularly, eating good uh, meals, Controlling stress. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. We're going to talk about that. We're in January. I know. I know. But (gasps) sleeping. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm hitting all here. Just talking about that this morning about like, I don't think I'm getting good enough sleep. (laughs) Yeah. And so then um, also 
uh, some triggers. Okay. Uh, so maybe what makes you on a healthier path or an unhealthier path. Oh. Uh, so triggers. Whether I eat the cookie or not. Well, and yeah, maybe, maybe maybe have the cookie, but then maybe um, the next day don't. <laughs> or, or don't have s- six. Maybe How don't have that? six. Maybe have a smaller portion of it. Right. Because there's actually um, research out there that shows that if you deny yourself all these things, when you have one of those days, it's just going to... You get worse when you can't control it then, yeah, right? It kind of, I don't want to say explodes, but right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a diabetes prevention program that Vine has. So let's talk a little bit about that and what goes on there and yes. who's, who this is good for. All right. So who this is good for is actually the image, individuals that are pre-diabetic. Okay. So we want to prevent or delay getting type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. That it, and the program is from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and um, there's five of our coaches that teach. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we've all gone through the training from the CDC. It's okay. very specific <laughs> that we go through. And um, uh, we'll be starting on February 7th. Okay. Is our next group that is coming up. But I definitely encourage you to call me directly uh, to see if that is something that you're really interested in. Okay. And my number is 386 Eight eight, and that's my direct extension. Okay. Yes. Oh, you're going right there. I'm just, right to just, the source. Just right to me here. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice, also because when you get into a group setting like this, you realize that there are other people out there that could form a support group for you. And that's kind of what the class is a little bit. We usually have ten to fifteen people in a group at a time, and um, they're from all walks of life, all stages. I have had people in the past that are. Still working full-time because we offer evening classes as well Mm -hmm. to people that have been retired for a while. I mean, they're in their 70s and 80s and still want to try to prevent type 2 diabetes. Right. Um, With people that actually go through this program, this lifestyle change, we call it, they cut their risk of becoming type 2 diabetic in half. Wow. And that's research from the CDC. That's not our research. Right. That's CDC. That's, that's big research. That's big research. Right. And that's nationwide, this program is. Okay. So it's it's a really, really good program. So to get uh, registered for that, to get more information, go to you directly. Mm-hmm. You sent me a flyer. So I'm going to, I think Paige, Paige has sent this over. So I'm going to put the flyer up and make sure that people have your phone number and everything. Because yep. this is February 7th that that starts. Yes. If you're interested in it. Um, so those classes will begin. And the best part is this program is completely free. That was my next question. Oh, well, there we go. Hey. We're on the same wave. <laughs> we are. <laughs> free and open to everybody? Yep, free and open to everyone. This one does not require a Vine membership or anything to do with that. Um, we didn't want that to be a barrier because it is so important. Uh-huh. And prevalent. It is. So Yes. Um, the other thing, too, this program is going to scare some people maybe. It's an entire year. Okay. And is it progressive? Do you need to come to one, then the next, then the next? Or do you want to try to not miss them? You want to try not to miss as many as you can. Okay. But we always do makeup sessions. Okay. So it's laid out a little bit differently, but the first four months or 16 weeks, mm-hmm. we meet weekly. Okay. Give you skills, some things that we talked about, like that eating healthier, exercising more, different scenarios that we mm-hmm. talk about in class. And it's really a huge group discussion. There's a little bit of a curriculum but it's a lot of group discussion. Okay. And then after those 16 weeks, we meet bi-weekly for two and a half months. Okay. 
And then the last five months, we meet monthly. Right. So you get to learn these skills, try them a little bit on your yeah, own. Implement. Bring them back to the group, see what's working, what's not working. And then that last couple months, it's like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And that way you get the entire year to experience everything that usually happens in your life too. And you might even decide that in order to get that exercise piece in or to get that, uh, you know, some of those other pieces in that you can join Vine and you're right there. So boom. Mm-hmm. Easy. Oh, it is. So many exciting things coming up. I know that you're busy this time of year. Um, and, and you said that, that you know, uh, you're working on a lot of different things. But thank you for taking the time to come in here and, and yeah. let us know a little bit, especially free programs. We love to bring those to the community. Yes. So putting that together and making sure that it runs smoothly, we certainly appreciate that. I'll have all the links down below in the show notes. Uh, you can check on ktoe.com under the blogs or the podcast page, and you'll find every easy way that you can to get a hold of the folks at Vine and Jen, specifically at Vine, if you're interested in asking any specific questions. Good to see you again. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Oh, of course, Lee. It's always great to be in studio with you. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah.